Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. I give myself permission not to create anything and trust that inspiration will come. I don't feel like creating every day, so I think it's okay to give yourself that break from time to time. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 102. In this episode, I'm interviewing Ashley Rogers for the My Way series. My Way is all about celebrating the unique ways memory keepers get things done. We're excited to have Ashley as the February featured artist at Simple Scrapper. Hey, Ashley, welcome to Scrapbook Your Way. I am so looking forward to our conversation today. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. Can you share a little bit about yourself so that our listeners can get to know Ashley Rogers? Sure. I am 30 and I live in Suffolk, Virginia. I was actually born in Germany. My dad was in the military, and we moved to the United States when I was just a baby. And we've lived all over Virginia pretty much, and I've always loved arts and crafts, and I enjoy enjoy pretty much everything from sewing to art journaling and memory keeping. I hear that a lot from our guests. We're all kind of creative dabblers, and then there was this you know, scrapbooking thing that was able to capture the ongoing, you know, ups and downs of our life with our craftiness. And it's just, you know, something we always fall in love with. (laughs) Yes, yes. So on the podcast, we always love to share what are one or two things that are exciting you right now in memory keeping. It could be anything at all. Well, right now, I'm really excited about Allie Edwards' One Little Word Workshop. Mm, It's Um, so good. Yes, I've I've gone through all of January so far, and um, this is my sixth year choosing a word and my third year actually participating in the class, and I just love that she's invited some guest instructors so we can learn about their process and how they approach the project in their own way. Yes, it's been, I think it's going to be so interesting to uh, hear their prompts and, and hear their kind of unique twists on one little word and just to have a little bit more um, creative breadth to the to the workshop. So this is the only the second time that I've taken the workshop, but I've chosen a word for many years, like almost 10, I think. Uh, I'm curious how your... I don't know, your process or how you lean on your word has changed in the time that you've chosen one? Well, I usually, 
um, probably in December, I would say a word usually comes to me where I figure out what word is going to be my word for the year. And I, I go through the prompts in January to figure out what I want my year to look like and how I just want to embrace my word and let it guide me through the year. Oh. And I usually, I usually follow the prompts pretty closely um, throughout the year. Well, I really love that perspective of kind of thinking about your, your intention for yourself for the year and then use it, letting the word kind of expand that or deepen that or help you continue to connect to that vision as a touch point. I think that's one of the really the powerful things of, of the one little word process. Yes. All right. So I would say that the thing that's exciting me right now you know, this is this is just kind of random. We uh, have done our Spark magazine for so many years, and this is our 85th issue. And for the first time, I ordered a print copy of it just just so that I could see what it would look like. And I even pulled mm-hmm. our members to see, are you interested in print copies? And the vast majority said no. But I'm just like, really? I know, but I'm like, it's so beautiful. And it's <laughs> it so pretty. Is. Yeah. It, it really is. I would love a printed copy. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. And so just, and there's, go ahead. Sorry. There's so much inspiration. It's really like jam packed with um, so many different tips and so much inspiration. Well, and, you know, the kind of the way it, it logistically that you became one of our featured artists is because we were we were looking for more kind of a stylistic inspiration. Like when we go to someone's Instagram and see like they have this like beautiful, consistent style and you can see their personality and their kind of creative voice through their work and you use so many like botanical elements both not only just in the products that you choose but you are are taking photos of of flowers and plants as well and so we you know created our uh, member challenge around this idea of scrapbooking with botanical elements and around your particular style so it's just yeah, I'm I'm so I'm excited about our new double issues and you know the possibility of maybe offering these printed versions like on demand um on a smaller scale, but it's just I I love our magazine and it just feels like we're blossoming into a new era if you will, I guess. So. Yes, that's great. I love that. So shifting gears here, we always talk about our memory keeping bucket lists. So these are stories. They could be, you know, big and difficult, or they could be small yet really, really meaningful. It's just that story that you really feel like you need to tell, you know, as as part of your memory keeping library. So what is one story on your memory keeping bucket list? I was thinking about this and there's a lot of stories I would like to tell, but the one project that's really at the forefront of my mind right now is um it's sort of a December daily style project um, where I would highlight our past family traditions for Christmas. I just felt like, I feel like um, this past December I was feeling very nostalgic and missing those days of like traveling to see my family and gathering together. Yes. So I just think it would be nice to have an album full of those childhood memories 
and stories. Oh, I love that idea. That's that's kind of how I approached my, let's see, what, so last year was 2020, the year before that was 2019. <laughs> I did like 25 stories and about half were from that year. And then the other half were kind of stories of traditions or or what I remember from the past. And I actually really tried to also incorporate my husband's viewpoint into that too, because sometimes, you know, our, our partners and significant others and loved ones can get left out of the story a little bit. But yeah. I love bringing in those stories from the past because those are sometimes some of the most interesting ones. Yes, I think so too. So for that project, do you think, would you, do you have like a supply vision for that of how you want to put it together or is this kind of just later on the horizon I don't really have um any supplies gathered for it but um and I also don't really have any photos so I think Mm. it would be just a lot of writing about what I remember and what I loved about our traditions um back then that sounds beautiful I think that could be a really special project. Yes. All right. So this is one of our My Way episodes where we get to know our guests a little bit deeper. And we do this with all of our featured artists. So can you kind of take us back and let us know how you started scrapbooking? Well, I was trying to go back and remember when I first came across um, scrapbooks and memory keeping and I distinctly remember watching the Carol Duvall show on HGTV when mm-hmm. I was younger. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it was like one of my favorite shows. So I actually made my very first scrapbook in 2004. So I was uh, probably 14 then. And it was about my trip with my dad and I. We went to Florida and I just remember being super excited about it because it was basically my first flight um, since being a baby and flying from Germany to the States. So I got this 12 by 12 scrapbook and it came with all the coordinating papers and stickers. And I really enjoyed putting that album together. And I made a couple more albums after that and then didn't really scrapbook for a while until 2017 when I discovered Allie Edwards' pocket page style and the December Daily Project. Oh, that's so interesting because I really kind of fell, I was kind of dabbling in a little bit of digital back in 2008, but I really kind of fell hard into scrapbooking with December Daily as well because I just kept seeing all these posts all over and like, what is this project? (laughs) And like, they're doing all these these things and there's so many fun little little supplies and yeah and that was pre-pocket pages too so I definitely have seen the evolution of more mini book style to pocket pages and then now I think there's there's also kind of a shift more towards full page mini book type um, albums again so it's just so fascinating but it's it's just so interesting to see how that project has roped so many scrapbookers into the hobby Right, yes. I came across it and um I basically like binge watched all the YouTube videos mm-hmm. people were sharing and posting and there's so many different ways um people approach the project and I just really got a lot of inspiration from it. So kind of let's think now to twenty seventeen when you really kind of 
came to this hobby in a more modern way uh, with your contemporary stories, how has your hobby evolved in the past, you know, four years or so? I would say, I would say it's much, it's become much more of maybe I would say a gratitude practice for me Mm. and an act of self care. Um, I feel like when I pay attention to my surroundings and pause to take a photo and sit down to tell these stories, I'm much more appreciative of life and the people around me. Yes, 100%. I think when we can connect this, a deep, a deep why, a deep reason for, for creating that helps us get to our table more often. And yeah, I definitely see it in a very similar way. Yeah, I love just documenting the little things because my life sometimes can feel pretty mundane, the same thing from day to day. Mm-hmm. So just focusing on the little things just helps keep me grounded. Oh, I for think. sure. So we've talked a little bit about your style, but how would you describe it? I would say my style is minimalistic, soft, and peaceful. Mm, yes, those are good words for it. I love that. And we will include a link to your Instagram and any other links you want in the show notes for this so that others can, you know, take a peek at your style. But do you have any advice for others who are still trying to define their style? Did you kind of, do you feel like your scrapbooking has looked similar over the past three or four years or has it evolved as you've kind of settled into that style? I feel like it looks fairly similar Um, but I feel like, well, it's kind of evolving now because I'm getting much more into mixed media Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and incorporating that into my memory keeping projects. Um, but I, for anyone that's trying to define their style, I would say to look through your collection of scrapbook pages or albums and see what stands out the most, what you love the most. Is it mixed media heavy or is there lots of journaling and just lean into those, those things. I love that. I think looking through your own work can really uh, just bring out both the trends that you see and then maybe the trends of what's absent as well. Like, Oh, I have all these, you know, let's say dark, jewel tone, richly colored papers, but I don't gravitate towards those because maybe their style is more like yours where it's very light, feminine, you know, um, minimalist as well. So I think we can learn a lot from our own stuff even before we go and look and see what things we admire out there because we can always admire other people's work without it being our own style for sure. Right, definitely. And if you are just starting out, that would probably be a good starting point and choose maybe three to four scrapbookers that you like that are your favorite and figure out what you love most about their work and give those things a try oh that's a great piece of advice as well awesome so how do you stay motivated to create are you someone that's kind of always feels connected to your hobby or do you have to jump back into it sometimes i would say there's three things that help keep me motivated so one would be I give myself permission not to create anything and trust that inspiration will come because not every day 
I don't feel like creating every day. So I think it's okay to give yourself that break from time to time. Mm, 100%. And the second thing would be having multiple projects going at one time. So if I'm not feeling particularly excited about working on one project, I'll shift gears and work on something else. And that could just be like a totally different creative activity, like cutting fabric for a sewing project, or it might be art journaling, or even just organizing my supplies. And the third thing is really watching other people create crafty videos on YouTube or even on Instagram. I feel like there's a lot of inspiration on social media, and that sort of helps me find my groove again. Oh, for sure. You know, I I would say that because, I don't know how to say this, I don't always watch a lot of scrapbooking YouTube videos. And I think part of that is I didn't want to feel creatively influenced. Um, Mm -hmm. But then I realized that I was missing out on an important source of motivation. Um, And that, so I've kind of opened myself up to that this year and and, and leaned on that. So I always kind of have a YouTube playlist kind of waiting there for me. And yes, sometimes it sends me down rabbit holes and I end up buying new supplies because it's fun (laughs) to do that. But, um, but it also kind of keeps me jazzed up in a way that, uh, my, the other strategies I was using doesn't, doesn't do. So yeah, I I love it too. So we are in the midst of our habits, creative journey. This is our two month period. You know, every two months at Simple Scrapper this year, we'll have a a journey with a theme and the, the theme is designed to be broad enough so that you can take away what you need from it. But I'm curious, Ashley, what is one habit that helps you make scrapbooking easier or more fun? So one habit that I have, I just recently developed this habit, and it is leaving all of the albums I'm currently working on out and open. Ooh. So I have have three projects that I'm working on right now, and usually I just work on one album at a time, but I feel like... Um, when I leave them out and open, it's just a great invitation for me to come back to it and create something when I get home from work at the end of the day or just in my spare time on the weekends. I love that idea of a creative invitation because I definitely feel the same with like if I have a layout in progress, if I leave it out, I can't just let it sit there. I have to finish it. Like I have to <laughs> keep jumping back into it. So having something open is... Uh, it's a very like it's there's a symbolism there versus having an album close, which then you have to then open it to figure out what's next. Whereas if it's open, yeah, I love that. That's such a simple yes. thing that you can do. Yes. All right. So what else are you loving in scrapbooking right now? What formats or sizes do you typically create in? Well, my favorite size is six by eight. Definitely six by eight. Um, it's not too big and not too small, but um, I'm actually really excited about 4x4 four four albums making a comeback. I saw that page um, Taylor Evans shared recently that 4x4 four four albums are coming soon, so I'm excited to to use that size again. I ended up using it last year for my project life, and I think it'll be fun to use again maybe in the summer. Oh, yes. That would be a really fun summer album. And I, I too, was excited to see that um, 
We Are Memory Keepers is coming out with another kind of big round of those albums. We were all kind of like, are those going away forever? And uh, yeah, so it's, it'll be cool to see those again. Yes, definitely. So what about your process? How do you get started when you sit down to scrapbook? How, what, are you thinking about a photo that you want to scrapbook, a story you want to tell, or a product that you want to play with? I usually start with a photo and I draw color inspiration from my photos. So I choose all of my journal cards and embellishments based off of my photo first. And I think the only time I don't start with a photo is when I'm working on a design team project. And usually I'm just focused on showcasing the products. For oh, that. for sure. And then what products are you loving right now? What design teams are you on? I am on Coco Daisy's um, design team right now. And I'm really loving their newest collection. It's d- called Denim and Blush. Yes. So cute. <laughs> I love it too. It's, it's really gorgeous and has a lot of floral patterns, which I love, of course. Yeah, I'm kind of itching to get, I'm kind of using it with the month it goes with. And so I'm just like, I can't wait till February until they could use those products. Yes. Are there other products that you're kind of, you, you've, you've just purchased somewhere else or you're, you've been eyeing? Not at the moment. Um, I don't often purchase a lot of pro- products. I have a lot in my stash already, so I try to pull from my stash most of the time. Well, that's a good segue. So I'm really curious about how you stay organized. Are there any solutions that you recommend like for your supplies? And, you know, if you have a stash of products and you also have new product coming in, how do you keep that all tidy so you know what to use? Everything pretty much has its place as far as my supplies. I have a rolling drawer unit with all of my scrapbook supplies in it. And then I have a storage bench where I keep all of my albums. And right now, as of last year, I started a system with these um, four by six photo pocket albums. And I use those for my journaling cards and then like four by six sticker sheets and die cuts. And I just think that helps it makes it easier to flip through them quickly and see everything at a glance. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So do you put multiple journaling cards in a, in a pocket or like? Yes, they're, they're four by six size. So you can fit two, three by four journaling cards in a pocket. Oh, okay. And there's usually, there's about 30 pages, I would say, in one of those pocket albums. So you can fit quite a few in there. And so you're and then, using that as a way to flip through to be able to see what you have. Yes, because I us- used to just keep them in a um, a zipper pouch, mm-hmm. one of the zipper pouches that comes with the like documentary kits. So I started transferring them to the these 4x6 photo pocket albums to make it easier for me to flip through. That's and then a- with, with the die cuts, I just cut a scrap piece of... Um, cardstock and I'll put a little bit of rolling adhesive tape on the back and stick it down so I can see all of the at a glance too. 
Oh, I love that. I have a kind of a flip through system with these little like mini Ziploc baggies, but it's like basically a whole collection of die cuts. And so I still have to kind of open each one to see what I have. And, you know, like yesterday I was looking for a camera and I would say that I end up looking for a camera more often. I don't know. Like it's just, it's one of my favorite (laughs) type of embellishments because we're talking about documenting our lives. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. I went through all of them and there are no cameras left. But I, oh, I'm at the wow. point where I need another system because I can't find – if I want something more thematic, I can't find it. Like, I can flip through and see, oh, there's some flowers in a certain color um, or, like, you know, a certain, you know, mood. But if I'm looking for something specific, I need a different system, I think, for that. So do you – is everything organized by theme? So all your flowers are together and – all your hearts say are together or stars are together. No, but I think I want to, I think I want to transition to that right now. It's basically by collection. So if it was, uh, you know, a kit club, little pack, all those are in one pocket. If it was, you know, just a, a, an item I purchased. So all the die cuts that coordinate are in one little pouch together. Right. Okay. Yes. That's how I have it right now is with, um, say all my citrus twist die cuts yes. are together. Yeah. And so I think it's time that I need to come up with a new system so that I, if I'm looking for something specific, I can find it. And then maybe there's more of the kind of general non-thematic things like, you know, stars, hearts, flowers, or whatever. Maybe those are by color or something. I don't know. I've been kind of just exploring my brain of possibilities to see what where I could go with that. But I like your idea of really having it open and accessible. So you're choosing from the, the item that you want um, rather than having to, f- to flip through things in a more cumbersome way. So I really appreciate that idea. Yes. What about your photos? How do you keep those organized? Now, this is the part where I'm not the most organized person. All of my photos are still on my phone, and I just print as I go, pretty much. When I come to a page, um, I'll print my photos out, and I use I have a Canon selfie, so that makes it really nice and easy um, to print photos. That's super handy. Mm-hmm. Now, do those print four by sixes nowadays? Yes, you can print four by six. Okay. And you can fit multiple photos on there. So you can fit, you know, two three by four photos or um, six two by two photos. And you can print, you know, two by three photos as well. Very cool. So what about your ideas? Like, do you do anything to keep track of the things that you want to scrapbook? Or is it really driven by here's the photo on my phone, I'm going to print this. And then you're just kind of letting your photos kind of guide you, if you will. I mostly let the photos guide me. But as far as my unfinished albums, I'll just write a, write a note. I'll put a sticky note in there for me to um, refer to when I get back to documenting those stories. I love that. I've been trying to, especially as I get a little bit older, leave more 
breadcrumbs for myself because <laughs> I know that I'm not going to remember even tomorrow or next week kind of where I was or what I was thinking about it. So I'm trying to just like leave these little hints all over the place so that I can jump back in easier and remember what my intention was or what gaps I knew were there. Because right now I'm going back to 2018 and I want to try to fill in any final gaps in that six by eight album. And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm kind of looking at the dates. I'm so glad that I dated the layouts and I'm looking through my photo library, but there was no obvious, oh, this is what's what's left. Um, yes. And I want to do more of that going forward of here's here's a gap that I know that's important to me. I'm going to make a note somewhere, use a sticky note, put it in Trello or something so that I can remember later. Yes, it really helps a lot. So kind of you know, starting to wrap up here, what do you think is your biggest lesson learned from scrapbooking so far? I would say the biggest lesson I've learned is that there's no such thing as being behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to worry about finishing an album within a certain time frame and trying to catch up, but I've just learned to let that go and enjoy the process more. Oh, I love that so much. So what projects do you think you'll be working on next? I'm currently working on my December daily project. And I need to finish my 2020 um, Project Life album and my 2019 Project Life album as well. Very cool. Well, I look forward to seeing those pages on your Instagram as you share them. Can you share what your handle is and any other places we can find you online? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at SweetAshleyAnn, and my website is AshleyNicoleRogers.com. Awesome. We will include those links for sure. And the episode link for this one is SimpleScrapper.com slash SYW102. Ashley, it has been so nice to get to know you a little bit better. Thank you for coming on Scrapbook Your Way. Thank you so much. And to our audience, please remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way. If you like the podcast, you'll love being a member. When you join, you'll get access to weekly Zoom crops, bi-monthly retreats, and a huge content library. You can head over to simplescrapper.com slash membership to learn more and join our creative community.